When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Social Security is one of the most complex and confusing federal programs. With over 2,700 rules, it's no wonder that we're confused about when and how to start collecting and who to turn to for help. Welcome to Social Security Answers from the Experts, hosted by Martha Shedden. In this podcast series, Martha meets with professionals to provide you with the answers to questions about this most important financial decision. And now, here's your host, President and co-founder of the National Association of Registered Social Security Analysts, Martha Shedden. Okay, hello everyone. I'm Martha Shedden and I'm here with Marina Watts today. Hi, Marina. Hi, Martha. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. I have a list of questions here, and I'm excited for our listeners to learn about what you do and how that relates to what I do as well. Uh, First of all, how you came to be a reverse mortgage specialist. Okay, sure. Well, um, I have a, a good friend that had been doing reverse mortgages for a long time. And uh, I didn't really know about them. And as you probably recall, and many people recall, back in 2008, uh, when we had the housing crisis um, and sort of the mortgage meltdown, I actually had a house that was impacted by that. And my house was underwater. I had bought it in 07. And by 08, 09, I was underwater. And my friend said, it's too bad you weren't 62 years old. We could, you could possibly do a reverse mortgage. And so I kind of, you know, piqued my interest and I said, well, tell me more. And um, the more I learned about reverse mortgages, the more interested I became and saw them like this is sort of an amazing solution that I didn't know about. And um, I was a couple of years later offered um, an opportunity to join his team. At that point, I, I definitely was ready to do it. And I haven't looked back ever since. I love it. That's great. And, and it's great that it, was, it affected you. It was a personal experience that made you aware of the program. Exactly. So you work with home equity conversion mortgages, which are also known as reverse mortgages. And they are designed for individuals 62 years and older. Can you quickly describe what these mortgages are, who they work well for, And why do they exist? I can remind you of those questions if you lose track. Okay, sure. Well, they've actually been around for quite some time. Um, Back in the 80s, the first kind of reverse mortgages started. And they are insured by the Federal Housing Authority um, and HUD. So I believe that they were looking for a kind of a solution for seniors who... um, once they retire and they have, as you well know, a drop in income, 
that they may not be able to continue to make mortgage payments after they retire, which creates a kind of a, a national problem if they need new housing. Okay, so HUD and FHA came up with this program that they ensure for people 62 and over, which is kind of that, you know, magic age with social security and also with reverse mortgages where they can turn their existing mortgage into a reverse mortgage, which doesn't require monthly payments and therefore stay in their home and age in place. So it helps the seniors um, and it is age 62 for the general program. There's a new proprietary reverse mortgage for folks as young as 60. So keep that in mind. And it basically helps them with an income stream instead of having this monthly mortgage payment that you have to write a check for every month it's an optional payment if you want to make the payments or not. And it allows folks to stay in their home and age in place and not have the burden and worry of that, that monthly mortgage payment. And the way people say, well, how could that be? Well, the way it works is you basically aren't making payments. And when you permanently leave the home, that uh, mortgage balance with interest then becomes due. So you're kind of pulling from your home's equity without selling it, which is really the only other way to do it, or a home equity line of credit. So now the way uh, it's best for people who have at least 50 to 60% equity in their home and are planning on staying in their home for the duration. You know, they're not thinking of leaving and, you know, next year or moving or something like that. Right. So it's a specific group of retirees that it applies to? I think so. I mean, anybody over 62 can generally apply for one, but it's designed for people who want to stay in their existing home. So if you've made that decision, I want to stay in my home, or at least for the immediate future, it's designed for you. If if you're someone who is at a decision-making point about maybe moving to a different location or upsizing or downsizing or right-sizing may not be the perfect time and wait until you are in that perfect home and then do the reverse mortgage. Okay. So there's a lot of myths out there from way back in the day before Uh, back in the 80s, like you mentioned, one of those, you immediately sign over ownership of your home, but you don't do that. And are you allowed to sell your home if you have a reverse mortgage? Great. Yeah, that is kind of one of the old myths that still, I still see some people thinking that with the idea that you're signing away your home, which of course is not true. It's just like any other type of mortgage where it's a lien against your home and it will have to be paid off at the time you were to sell it or uh, move out. And your second question was, are you allowed to sell it? Absolutely. You're still the owner and you could sell your home at any time. You can prepay off the loan at any time without um, any kind of penalty. So then if you sold that home and you Mm -hmm. moved into another one, and the circumstances worked out, could you then apply for a reverse mortgage on that? You could. Okay, so it doesn't preclude us from moving to somewhere else. It does not. 
It okay. does not. You can only have one reverse mortgage at a time because it's your primary residence. Okay. One also on your vacation home. But if you were to sell and you have a reverse mortgage, the reverse mortgage would be paid off when you sell the home. And if you move to another home, you could use a reverse mortgage either to purchase the home or to do after you've bought the home, your choice. It sounds like there's all these variety of options about how to set it up. There are a lot of options and flexibilities, again, that I think people don't know about, about how you can take your benefit, whether um, it's a cash benefit, some people get a monthly check, or a very uh, popular option for folks who own their house outright or own a, have a lot of equity would be the line of credit, where you just set up a line of credit for an emergency fund when you may need some funds, okay? So, and unlike your typical line of credit with the bank, it's easier to qualify for with the reverse mortgage for all the reasons that we've already talked about, that it's FHA and HUD approved and regulated. And so most of my clients qualify based on their social security alone. Now, if you go to the bank, your local bank, they're probably gonna wanna see your employment income, okay? Or significant income in order to take out a traditional HELOC or home equity line of credit. And a lot of the seniors who are already decided to retire, they may only be on social security and that's gonna be very difficult to qualify for a bank loan. This makes, this allows those who are, so many people are living just on their social security, but so many people also have all this equity in their homes. And that really provides them a backup plan if they need more money to do this home equity line of, uh, the excuse me, the reverse mortgage. Exactly. I think in years gone by, like previous generations, people didn't have, houses weren't as expensive. People didn't think about their homes as another asset. Whereas traditional um, or modern financial planners include the home, your home as part of your portfolio. And it is an asset that you can use to leverage your income or your income stream. Uh You can pull money out of it. You can put money back into it with the line of credit. So it's basically just another financial tool that's available to seniors or folks over 60 to access some of the their equity that they've built up in their home without having to sell it. So besides the issue of someone's going to take over ownership, what other common misconceptions do you hear from people that you work with? Well, I think you touched upon the other one in that people think once you're in a reverse mortgage, that's it. You know, sort of like you're stuck. Um, you're stuck. And it simply isn't true. You can sell your home or, you know, change your mind and, and move out um, or pay off the loan at any time. So you're not stuck in it. I think that's a common myth. Other people also think that it's for like the elderly. I'm not sure how that idea came about or that myth. But to be honest, Martha, the majority of my clients are boomers. 
and they're looking to retire. They're looking to retire. They might come to you and find out that their social security, you know, will get them so far, but with those continuing mortgage payments, which let's face it, most people do have a mortgage at retirement. It's not like the old days. It's very common for people to have a mortgage at the time of retirement. And they're looking at it and saying, I can't retire comfortably on just social security. I'm going to need, something's going to have to give. We're going to have to move away from the friends and family that we love to a, a um, you know, least uh, a less expensive environment or something, or part-time or what. This becomes a solution once they learn about the flexibility of the home equity conversion mortgage and what it can do for them. It becomes sort of like an aha moment that I've got this other tool. I don't have to move in order to retire comfortably. I can use my social security and uh, my home equity as a way to create wealth and an income stream in my retirement. So you mentioned that topic about social security and tell me how you see social security interacting with these types of mortgages. Okay. Well, um, again, the primary thing I do see is people who have already started, you know, collecting social security. Okay. And they, because a lot of people claim, as you know, early for the, the reasons that you know of, and then they may continue to work. And then there's something usually that happens. Now, this year, past year, it was the pandemic and some right. people lost their jobs. And here they were going along. They had employment income. They had their social security income. And then they are still making mortgage payments. And that was okay until one of those things went away which was their employment income. And then they're just looking at social security and then this big mortgage they have to pay. And then there's, it creates a, a problem and they don't wanna go back to work. That's the other thing. A lot of people maybe had the option to retire early this past year or started to look at that option given the pandemic and the, the changing workforce and realizing again that the social security alone wasn't going to cut it in order to make their mortgage payments and stay in their home. So that's really the primary scenario that I see with boomers. They want to retire. They've maybe refinanced their homes a couple of times, maybe several times to take advantage of lower interest rates that are tempting, but then they set the clock back to zero when you refinance. Now they've got a 30-year mortgage and they're 65 years old. They're never going to pay off their home unless they live to 95. So right. they start to look at things differently. And again, financial planners will say, now we can take into um, the conversation your home equity and you can pull cash out of your, out of your house that's tax-free. Instead of dipping into your you know, retirement funds or instead of claiming social security um, a financial advisor may sit down with them and say, let's look at the pros and cons of when you pull your social security and when you retire and when you might refinance your home and see what is the best combination. What's the best timing of those things? Because they recognize it's tax-free income from the home equity conversion mortgage. That's a big deal with taxes. 
So, I mean, I see that with Social Security. It's such a connected number of issues in the retirement um, planning space, and it involves so many other professionals. So it sounds like financial professionals need to know about this. Do you do you reach out to financial professionals to educate them on this? I do, Martha, I do. And they reach out to me as well uh, when they hear about things and will sometimes work with their clients together to come up with what would it look like if you didn't have this mortgage payment or what would it look like if you had the option to make mortgage payments and some months you made it and some months you made, you didn't make it. Right. What would it look like if in addition to your social security every month, you got a monthly check from the equity in your home? What would that look like? And the fact that the money is tax-free, what does that look like at the end of the year when you're looking at paying taxes? Right. It all sounds so wonderful to me. I know um, I mention it to clients myself, and I often hear that they don't want to give up any equity in their home because they want their children to inherit that. Can you address that issue? Sure. I do hear that a lot too. And frankly, I think it's becoming kind of uh, an old school notion, this idea of I'm going to leave the house to my children. Now, if you are indeed, you have your house paid off and you have sufficient income and tax planning where you know, you just want to stay in that position where your house is completely free and clear and you want to hand it down to your kids and you feel that you can stay in that position, then maybe it's not right for you. But I'll tell you, I have so many clients who the world has really changed. Their kids have great jobs and they're more concerned about mom and dad now that they're in retirement, being okay, being able to stay in their home and having sufficient, you know, income to do that. So it's really changed. I think from, I think it's sort of these old school days, like my parents never even had a mortgage. So they built their home, they bought the land and then built the home. There was never a mortgage. So things have changed. People now, it's like I said, it's so common for people to have a mortgage going into retirement. The statistics are very high. And when people also, you have to look at it, I'll ask those people who want to leave their home to their kids, is your house free and clear right now? And you might want to ask that question. And generally the answer is no. They generally might have two or 300 or $400,000 mortgage. And so if they were to pass away today, they would be passing on not a free and clear home, but a house that has a, a large mortgage on it that their kids would have to take on. So if you really look at the full picture, I think things kind of get illuminated that it's for most people leaving a house free and clear in this day and age where home prices are so much more expensive and the tendency to refinance and pull money out become very common. And right. basically, if you've ever refinanced your house with a traditional mortgage and taken a little bit of cash out, right? It's the same thing as a reverse mortgage. You just took cash out of your house yeah, with interest. You know, one thing we haven't touched on that I know about is the limits of that you can 
have access to in your equity. So there are some areas of the country where our home values have skyrocketed. And can you address that issue? How much can you have access to with a reverse mortgage? Right. That's a great question. Uh, Home values have skyrocketed. And um, it's not, some people think in California, for example, I have a $1 million home, give me $1 million. And no lender is going to do, you know, 100% loan to value. As a rule of thumb, like I said, you want to have about 50 to 60% equity built up already to pull from. That's about what you're going to be able to pull out of your house. Okay. So if your house is worth $400,000, just to use a round figure, you may be able to tap into around 200000 in today's kind of rate environment. And the reason I can't give you exact numbers is because the three things that determine your benefit or how much money you can get out is your home value and interest rates, which are changing every day, and then the age of the youngest borrower for the reverse mortgage. So in other words, if you have a couple, a married couple, and one is 65 and one is 62, FHA is going to look at the age of the youngest, the 62-year-old, to determine the benefit of the reverse mortgage, okay? Interesting. Yeah, because it's on life expectancy. Say you did a reverse mortgage when you were 70 and your life expectancy is 80, is about 85 right now, they would look at about 15 years before they would get, you know, their return on their investment. If you're 62 and your life expectancy is 85, it's going to be a much longer wait. So they look at the bottom line is they take into account your age when you do the reverse mortgage. And then what about those of us that still have that mortgage that we've refinanced multiple times? Well, what about it? (laughs) That gets paid off, I would assume. Right, exactly. So the way it works, Martha, is the reverse mortgage has to come in first place on as a lien against the house. So if you have a current mortgage, and maybe you did a line of credit, a home equity line of credit, you know, some people may have opened one, and then they saw the interest rates weren't that great, or they paid, you know, they, they use it to remodel your kitchen. And right. then you still kind of have it available to you, which is a great thing as well. If you were to come to me and say, okay, now I want to do a reverse mortgage, your benefit is first going to go towards paying off that mortgage and that line of credit, whatever the balance may be. We must completely extinguish those of any lien on the house. And then the reverse mortgage goes in its place. And the other item that is along with our mortgage payments is we're paying taxes and insurance. So the the reverse mortgage, does that include payment on those? It does not, unless it's, you can have it, if you have enough equity, you can request that the lender pay your property taxes and homeowner's insurance as part of the deal. But most of the time, most of my clients do not elect for that. They want to take out the most amount in cash, and then they just pay their property taxes and homeowner's insurance and HOA and maintain their property on their own. And that's kind of your end of your responsibility in the reverse mortgage. 
is to pay your property taxes, homeowners insurance, and HOA and maintain your home. And maintain your home. Right. Okay. This is all so interesting. <laughs> what have I, is there anything I haven't asked you or you want to add? We've covered a lot of the main points, the flexibility in the program. I mean, it, it's a complex um, transaction. It's not, you know, what how people are used to thinking of a mortgage. It's very individual. I think I'd like to add that, Martha. I mean, again, getting back to myths, people have it in their mind. It's for the little old lady who, you know, stays home and doesn't have any money. That couldn't be farther from the truth. I have very few of those types of clients, okay? Again, it's actually, I see more and more boomers. I have people who are in their 50s calling me wanting to do it because they have so much equity built up. And once they kind of get educated about the product, they want to get on board, but they have to wait, okay? That there's just a variety, the number of reasons and scenarios that I see for people wanting to do a reverse mortgage or the way it might complement their existing um, retirement plan or, or implement it like, or complement it or increase their benefits like with social security. There's just so many different ways it can be applied. Again, it incorporates social security planning and tax planning um, are kind of like, you know, sisters of the planning of your home equity conversion mortgage. Uh, and so some people might say, oh, look, I really want to hold off. I talked to Martha, it's better that I hold off in collecting social security, or now they bumped it up that I should wait longer or need to wait longer before I can start collecting, but I want to retire sooner. You know, how does this, how am I going to do that? Suddenly there's a gap. And then we can, we can fill that gap with the reverse mortgage income maybe simply by opening up a line of credit and they're not taking out huge chunks of money. They're just pulling out perhaps the same amount they were getting when they were working, but they're not going to have to pay taxes on it. So it might even have to be less money than when they were working, kind of pulling it on an as needed basis, tax-free to complement their other retirement strategies and other benefits in retirement. So, I encourage people to keep their an open mind about reverse mortgages because there are plenty of people doing it in their early 60s as part of their retirement planning. And they're able to accomplish retirement goals that they didn't think they could accomplish before. And some people worry, oh, I'm too young to do this. I heard I'm too young. The fact of the matter is, is the earlier you do it, the longer you can benefit from it. Right. So if you just think of this, Martha, let's just say you have a mortgage, okay, and you're making payments. Would it be better for you if you stopped making payments on it when you were 62 or 80? Because <laughs> I'm never going to pay it off. Because <laughs> if you refinanced into another 30-year mortgage, as I recently did, right, you're always going to have that. So does it... It, does it help you more to stop making payments at 62 or at 70 or at 80? You can see that quickly see that the sooner you actually do it, the longer it's going to benefit you. And the earlier, earlier you'll start to feel that benefit in your pocketbook. 
Now you just have to qualify and have enough income. I mean, I had somebody called me the other day and they said, I want to do a reverse mortgage. And I said, okay, what do you think your house is worth? And they said, $700,000. It's in, you know, California. I said, okay. And how much do you currently owe on your house? Well, $600,000. I went, oh, time out. They do not have enough equity. And these folks were in their early 60s and just didn't have enough um, knowledge about reverse mortgages. It's not a, you know, it's not a quick fix. Yeah. If you've really maxed out your equity with loans and other lines of credit or something like that, they're going to have those people will have to continue to pay down that mortgage and their house will continue hopefully to appreciate in value where we'll get closer. But, you know, it's going to be a number of years. So I can tell from our conversation, which we probably should be wrapping up, that it's so individual. And so anyone listening to this, I'm pretty sure they're going to want to know more. So why don't you tell us how they can reach out to you and how they can follow you and, and get information? Okay, sure. Uh, I have a website and it's just my name, marinawatts.com. That's M-A-R-I-N-A-W-A-T-T-S. And on there, you'll find my phone number, my email address, and feel free to reach out to me. Uh, happy to do scenarios for people like, do I, do I think I qualify? Do you think I qualify? Um, how much could I get? That type of thing. I do that for folks. I do free consultations. So just, it's always good to kind of find out, you know, at least explore the options, what your options might be. Um, so that's the best way. Go to my website or uh, if they're not online and just want to call me uh, 831-535-9760. I'm in the Bay Area and I'm licensed throughout California. And the company I work for, High Tech Lending, is actually licensed in about 30 states. So I'm often able to help people in other states outside of California. That was just my next question. Thank you. <laughs> this has been so wonderful. Thank you, Marina. Thank you, Martha. It's been my pleasure. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.